Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there spooksters and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica and as always I am joined by my ghoul friend Tara. Hey spooksters. Today, we are doing the third and final installment of Mm -hmm. the Bling Ring Hollywood Heist series. So good. Insert clapping music here. Yay! Woo! Tara and I are a little (laughs) hyper right now. I don't know why. Normally, we are not, but we are apparently hyper today. Because it's a lot earlier. We don't even usually record yet, period, or have just started. (laughs) No, this this time, it's like, because it's nine, so it's like, Mm -hmm. what? Eight. Eight there. Yeah. Normally, Tara and I are just like just setting up and or talking. Yep. <laughs> People in our lives have been like, wait, you went in there to record like an hour ago. And I'll be like, yeah. yeah. And they're like, and you haven't started? No. Fuck you. We like, we <laughs> like each other. We're going to talk. <laughs> it's our catch up time. Shut up, you people. <laughs> okay. Oh, so let's okay. dive in to this mm. episode, guys. Mm-hmm. This is, like I said, the third and final episode. And basically, at this point in time, we jump forward a few years to 2013. And this is when the Bling Ring, the movie came out with the one, the only, the one we stand for most, Emma Watson. Because, you know, brains and a witch. We love her. So beautiful. And she plays the leader of the Bling Ring, who (laughs) she plays Alexis. Mm-hmm. Who is not the leader of the Bling no, Ring? No, no, no. It is Nick. <laughs> well, technically, it's Rachel. Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. You're right. So if I was Rachel, I'd be like, hmm. They're like co chairs. Because, like, she it's brought true. people, he brought people. It's true. And so Alexis is frustrated at this point because the betrayal or the portrayal of her is that she's the leader and she's not. And Nick is a little pissed off because, like, the person that they get to play him is a little underwhelming. And okay, but he, that bitch said he wanted like a young Tom Cruise. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck, Nick? <laughs> I mean, okay, it is no secret. I have no love for Tom Cruise. No, As this is something shouldn't. Tara has known my entire <laughs> our entire friendship. Probably day three of our friendship, she was like, blah blah blah, this movie with Tom Cruise, and I was like, fuck Tom Cruise. <laughs> Fuck Tom Cruise, but then I don't know why the Scientology just, stuff and fuck Tom Cruise. It was even before I knew that. It was just like I, there was something I just didn't. You just knew. You just knew. I know it was weird. Anywho, it all bees. So he wants a young Tom Cruise, and I just want to point out to Nick that young Tom Cruise had messed up teeth. 
Yeah, you're right. I'm just, just saying. Though I actually preferred Tom Cruise when he had his, his original teeth. Yeah. I think he was a little more humble then. Yeah, I was going to say, probably wasn't such a fucking dipshit. And he's brought, you know, and I say this thing, like, I'm the type of person who will hate someone and someone will come up to me and be like, oh my God, I met that person one time and they were the nicest human I'd ever met. Cool story. Don't fucking care. Still hate him. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, guys. Pretty much. Okay. The listeners are just like, oh my God, Jessica just went ranting about how much she hates Tom Cruise. Like, that's going to be the, that's going to be the review of this is Jessica hates Tom Cruise. Anyway. So at the end of the last episode, so Alexis and Tess have told the police about Nick. And so they find Nick's profile and everything like that, and they bring Nick in. They, like, literally go to his house and arrest him and bring him in. And they basically are like, look, we know this is you. That's because, like, he started fucking calling TMZ and he was being a little troll and wearing Orlando Bloom shit. He was wearing, like, the hat and the sunglasses and everything. One's a little later. Oh, but yeah, he's a shit. Nick's a little shithead. Oh, yeah, for sure. For fucking sure. So he goes in and, like, he's talking to the police. And all they had, because, mind you, everything that he has, he's, like, moved to a storage unit. So they go into his house and they can't find anything. Right. And Rachel isn't at home because she goes to stay with her, like... It goes to stay at her dad's house in Vegas. She dips, yeah. So the DA, the WDA's, it's it's the WDA DA's for the state of California because mind you, they like did all these different cities and counties and stuff. They are like really looking into this, and they're like, we don't have any, we don't have any evidence. So Nick has made bail. He's got himself this big ass fancy lawyer. His name is Sean Ernstoft. I think that's how you say it. Mm. And Nick is just like, I want to be, he didn't, he didn't even really want a lawyer that was good. He just wanted a lawyer that was going to be flashy because he wanted, he wanted his name in the press. Yep. The appearance. Right. And he liked Sean because Sean literally looked like he like went to the gym. He looked like he bought expensive suits and he had a quote unquote, a great jawline. (laughs) yeah in addition to that sean was actually a good lawyer like he hadn't actually lost any of his trial his jury trials yeah and so i don't even think nick cared like he could have literally lost every single jury trial and he'd be like it's fine you're hot so basically Lindsay and audrina's robberies have been connected sean is telling him like look like they started adding all this shit up like you could be in prison for about 50 years because of all this right? shit, right? Yeah, he was gonna, like, it was a lot. Right. Because, mind you, Rachel has, like, dipped out. Yeah. And so they're like, this is all on you, blah, blah, blah. And basically, Sean, his attorney goes, I've talked to the DA. There's talk of an immunity deal. Mm-hmm. If you spill all the tea, all the beans, all the things you can spill. Spilt milk, tea, beans, whatever. If mm. you tell all, there's an immunity deal. You're basically going to go and you'll testify, but you won't be like you won't be held accountable. And Nick has a struggle with this at first. Like he really has to think about it because these are the only people in his life that he cares about are his friends, his popular friends. And he knows that as soon as he tells on them, he'll no longer have friends. Yeah. I'm pretty sure at some point, because at this point, Alexis tells that like Nick had called her or they had talked 
And he was like, I'm going to tell the police everything. And she was like, I don't think Alexis really, because like, mind you, she's just barely 18 at this point. And I don't think she fucking, and she's like high as fuck all the time. Like she's on opioids. So I don't think she's fully understanding what's going on. Well, yeah. And she was on heroin. True. During this time. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I thought you were talking about the pills. (laughs) My bad. Ignore that too. I mean, yeah, no, she definitely was like on opiates of some sort. Yeah. This girl was on, on that stuff. And then she was like on Xanax or something too, like abusing Xanax. Like she was mixing stuff for sure. For sure. And she thought because basically like when they went to Orlando Bloom's house, like she took such little things and she did like, she mm. was just basically there for, like, the B&E and, like, took very little things that it wasn't even going to count. And I don't even think they really told the police. Like, she didn't tell the police about the Orlando Bloom thing. Mm-mm. She told the police that Nick and Rachel had given her stolen goods. Right. Mm-hmm. From Lindsay and from Audrina. So, at that, you know, she's... And the thing is, like... Again, I don't think Alexis thought it through. I don't think she was like, hey, if I tell on Nick, Nick could turn around and be like, no, that bitch went with us to Orlando Bloom's house. Yep. Because she never brought it up. And I think there's probably this thought like, well, if I don't bring it up, he's not going to bring it up because it's going to be more charges for Mm -hmm. him because he took more. And I think honestly, like she probably just had the guilt from it. Like she saw the news. She saw the likeness of Nick. She saw that they were connecting things. And I think she panicked. Mm. So Nick basically goes in and he starts talking. And he, that's when like the shit about Paris Hilton came out. Mm-hmm. This is when the Orlando Bloom shit came out. Like basically all of the places, like all of the things they had done, he told everything. And, you know, the DA is like, oh my God, this dude right? just told us everything. And one of the things that kind of really, I want to say, in my opinion, is bad on Sean, his attorney, Mm. is that he told Nick, they're going to offer you immunity. Just go talk to them. We need to go talk to them. And they went and talked to them. And Sean never got the immunity deal in writing. He only had a handshake. Yeah. And it's really hard to, like, push it up against a handshake, you know? Yeah. So now that they have Nick's story and they can corroborate things and they kind of start connecting all of these different things, they're like, oh shit, Alexis and Tess are part of this. So literally the very first morning that they're shooting her E special, there's a knock on the door. The camera crew had just arrived. They were getting set up. They were going to like, you know, do this whole thing with like the girls and she was going to like get them up in the morning. And it was like this whole big thing. And as they go Mm. to do that, there's a knock on the door and it is the, it is the police and they're executing a warrant a search to warrant. search for <gasps> yeah a search warrant to look for stolen goods and of course here's the other dumb part of what alexis did is alexis called the police and started all of this and then didn't get rid of the shit she kept it so when they went into her house they found like rachel bilson's like clothes rings jewelry things like that i think they found like audrina's grandma's ring or some shit like that mm-hmm. there is all this stuff so Alexis is arrested yep. and taken in for questioning. And I bet she felt dumb. Right. But can I say, I love how they are exposing the filming of that show, though. Oh, for fucking sure. Yeah. Because 
they were like, oh my God. Like the two producers on that show are in this documentary series <laughs> and they're like, oh my God. Like we could not have asked for something better. This is amazing. Like it fucking sucks, but oh my God, this is amazing TV. Right. And they're not wrong. Because what were they going to, they didn't know what the fuck they were going to do with these girls for a show. They're like, we're going to get canceled. <laughs> Yeah, they literally were like, we have, I think they had like, what, four episodes, like, contracted Mm -hmm. to film. And so, and then literally the day of, they're getting this, they're like, oh my God, this is what's great. We can show that these girls are wild. They're crazy. They're in the midst of all this shit. They they even said that, like, they couldn't write it better. This is like a drama. This is like a written drama. Yeah. Also, I like that it kind of shows that, like, all this time where we've looked at the hills or, like, the OC, or, I mean, Laguna Beach, the OC was actually scripted. (laughs) I mean... I liked when The Hills ended when Heidi and Spencer came out and were like, it's fucking scripted as hell. Yeah, We're told exactly. what to say and do. Yeah, And I'm like, oh my God, that's great. Like, because then I it was really... so mind-blowing. <laughs> well, because it was like, well, one, it was almost like just a tangent off into like the, the Spidey thing. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't get that reference, it's Spencer Pratt and Heidi Montag. Oh my God, can I tell you something that's gonna, that it's, it's on topic with this and it's gonna make you so happy? Uh-huh. Shannon and I started rewatching Laguna Beach the other day and we're Aww. gonna watch The Hills. This is my doing. I did it. I was like, let's watch this. And she agreed. So I was like, yes, we are watching this. <laughs> nice. It's, oh my God, dude. I watched The Hills and then I was done. I love where I looked back. I was like, I'm done with you. No, listen, smoke some weed and watch that, and you're going to be like, this is fucking amazing. (laughs) Like, I'm not kidding. (laughs) It's better than most TV shows. I will say that, like, the drama of it, one of the things that I, like, one of the things I love about TikTok is, like, all these reality stars who are, like, out of work now Mm. are on it. And so, like, some of my favorite, like, and I'm going to call them characters from the show, they're like, Uh I have a TikTok now. And I'm like, oh, my God, I remember you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah you're I like yes <laughs> follow <laughs> and also like steven from laguna beach has a podcast i think or it's Probably. either that or it's Kristen's. and steven was on it i think it's Kristen and steven was on it i'm pretty sure she okay. has a podcast makes sense mm-hmm. but yeah we, we should not <laughs> tangent <laughs> sorry guys but anyway so they didn't tara's right they didn't fucking know what they were gonna do with this right this series and it was like almost like the perfect thing fell into their fucking lap. Mm-hmm. It was the the crime of a century, specifically. Yes. And it's so Hollywood. It's so reality TV. And people mm-hmm. ate it. The- I watched this. I remember watching it oh, and being yeah. like, oh, my God. They were getting arrested. Oh, my God. Why are these 18-year-old girls, like, going and partying with, like, Kid Rock? Like, I don't get it. Right? Oh, my God. Gross. Right? I mean, it's Kid Rock, so... It's weird. I have a really hard time taking Kid Rock serious because I loved the movie Joe Dirt. Yes, great movie. I haven't watched that in so long. I haven't either. I bet so if I rewatch it, I'm going to be like, oh my God, this is so culturally inappropriate now. <laughs> uh, it's fine. <laughs> we were, we've been having this discussion at work because we had a bowling party at my work a few weeks ago. And my you guys have heard me talk about George here on the podcast. Yes. His team, he was a team captain and they dressed up as the average Joe, like average Joe mm-hmm. gymnasium. I made his shirts. I feel so proud. Yeah, they were great. They were they were fantastic. <laughs> and when we were like talking about it, we were like the movies that came out during that time period from like 2000 to 2010, mm. if someone tried to pitch them today would never fucking get made. We were talking about like, Tropic Thunder. Oh, yeah. 
that movie was like that movie is top rated like if you go online and look at it people are like oh my god i love this movie right and they use the wrong they use wrong words there's literally fucking blackface in it Mm -hmm. it's like super inappropriate yeah what the fuck were we? Sm- you know what it was? It was all the illegal weed we used to smoke back in like the, <laughs> the early the early aughts because like that shit was unregulated and therefore we thought f- shit was funnier than it actually was. Just saying. There's but dodgeball that. is hilarious. Oh, I love it. Yeah. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball, which is hilarious <laughs> because I have to say this. There's this woman who works with us. Her name is Shirley and she's kind of like she runs our database uh-huh. for our association. And I love her to death. She's like so funny. She literally sent the team a spreadsheet, like an Excel fucking spreadsheet of quotes from Dodgeball. <gasps> I love it. Oh, my and God. she brought in wrenches. That's like plastic so great. toy wrenches. That is so great. My team dressed up as unicorns because it's a long fucking story. I'll tell you one. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you're like no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still suffering from that traumatic. I literally was like, this is why nobody ever fucking volunteers to run things here. No one ever be- wants to be team captains because I was like, hey, guys, you want to pick something? All these cool things. They're like, let's be minions. And then the minions costumes came and they didn't fit anyone. And so I was like, fuck you guys. We're going to be unicorns. I didn't actually say fuck you guys. That's not <laughs> I literally was just like, fuck, we're just going to be unicorns. Yeah. And we were. And we had these like unicorn onesies and the literally, guys, the bowling alley, the one place where the AC didn't work was where my team was in the fucking full ass onesie unicorn. Oh my God. It was miserable. But anyways, I died, Greg. That was like a five minute. (laughs) (laughs) We will go back. Okay. Anyway, back to this. So mind you, Sean has told Nick, you have immunity. Go and spill your little dreams and your, your mischievousnesses to the DA and the police and you will be fine. However, mm, he just had one man's word on it. And the DA, specifically DA Kim, was like, nope, that never happened. We Mm -hmm. never talked about immunity. So Sean messed up big time. And this is what you get for having a flashy ass lawyer who just runs by the seat of his pants because he ran by the seat of his pants and got his homeboy in trouble. Yup. Now, Andrea, the mom of Alexis and Tess. And they, she bails them out of jail, and this is supposed to be like the scene, mm-hmm. and and whatnot. And basically, the producers had to like <laughs> go back because they had to turn off the cameras. Yeah, they had to fabricate. They had to like fake the arrest that was on TV. So like, that's not actually mm-hmm. what happened. Yeah, that's that's not the that's not the cops at the door. It's a producer. <laughs> 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 I love it so much. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I like that they actually admitted that, you know? Because, like, we oh, wouldn't yeah, know. Sure. It was, like, feet. <laughs> right. Literally. And that's a lot of, like, cops. The views of that is just yeah. cops. Yeah. And, like, the E was just eating this shit up. They were like, oh, mm-hmm. my God, Alexis is the number one thing. She's She's got this instant overnight fame. And they're like, we're going to do a whole fucking season. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember it because they were Hell like, yeah. they like went to all of her like attorney appointments with her. Uh-huh. They like shot like when she would go out. And here's the other fucking thing. <gasps> the stolen shit that they didn't confiscate, Alexis and Tess would go out in and wear. 
Yeah. And this is also about the time that Nick is out and about because the paparazzi are starting to follow him. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing Orlando Bloom shit. Yes. And he knew he said he knew someone at TMZ and he'd call them. Right. He's like, I'm going to the mall. Yes. I'm going to be wearing this. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Which is like so fucked up. And also, sir, you're proving a point. Like you're wearing the shit you stole. You don't even make it hard for the DA to find evidence. Right? Exactly. The next thing we know is that Jeff, who is Alexis's attorney, gets Alexis an interview with Vanity Fair. Uh Uh-huh. And this woman comes in and basically roasts her. And oh my God, for anyone in our age group, this, this scene when she calls the reporter afterwards is like just so iconic. Oh. (laughs) oh my god it was insane she was just like she calls nancy and it's like they're filming and she's like you're basically she thought it was going to be this like sexy piece about alexis and her like modeling and like how she's being drugged through all this mess and basically what ends up happening is that nancy who is the reporter misrepresents like what she wore to court she basically was like oh she was wearing this like cute little outfit but she was wearing like christian louis louboutins mm-hmm. and yeah. if, you, if you're like i don't understand why that's a thing those shoes are like 1200 dollars on sale yeah so like it's a big fucking deal mm-hmm. when you're wearing probably like 200 dollar pair of like kitten heels yeah or less to court and you're being represented that you're wearing these like super flashy shoes they're the ones with the red bottoms guys if you don't know and so basically she's like freaking out on her and andrea like just starts yelling in the background you're a liar or something to that extent like mm-hmm. you're a liar and it's this whole big thing and she's like mom shut up it was <laughs> if you don't watch the series for any other reason watch it for this moment for real so nick nick is not helping himself so Nick actually ends up firing Sean and he gets a new attorney, which is great. But in the interim, he's doing stupid shit like going on Good Morning America mm-hmm. and talking about this the shit. Case. Yeah. Right. Which is like dumb. The mm-hmm. show which Alexis and the mom is starting to air, it's called Pretty Wild. And it's just basically like what I thought was really interesting <laughs> is they had two lawyers <laughs> That were there and they were talking about like how they represented people in this case. And she was the the female lawyers. At no point did we let the paparazzi and fame like, you know, Uh taint what we were doing or make decisions for us. And the dude was like, Jeff was like, I did. Yeah. I told he was like, I was going to get notoriety from this. And I get it. Like if you're if you're an attorney, like a defense attorney and you're on TV People are going to be like, give me the fucking defense attorney from that show. Like, I want this yeah, person. Exactly. It's like, why do everyone goes to that, like, what, Jose Butthead face? I don't remember his last name. I don't Baez. care. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like my name better. Fuck face. Yeah. So, you know, because famous attorney. And so Jeff mm-hmm. admits that he basically used the show and yeah. that a lot of the stuff that was happening when they would meet were just like blatant lies that they weren't actually in negotiations with anyone. He basically told Alexis, like, look, you didn't do anything wrong. You just went along with your friend and we're going to tell them that and you're not going to do any time. And didn't mention that Orlando Bloom was going to come testify at the court case. Don't don't worry about that. (laughs) 
Damn. At least he feels bad. You I mean, now. He, like, is very, that's what I'm saying. At least he feels bad. Like, at least he's regretful of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Unlike Sean, who was like, I made a mistake. Meh. At this point in time, the DA, DA Kim, does offer Alexis a plea deal. Because she's looking at 20-something years. Mm. Something like that. Or whatever. And she does end up taking it. So she was, she was sentenced to six months. Mm-hmm. And she only did 32 days of it. It's very yeah. celebrity, celebritant of that. Yeah. But it was after she got out, she had to do a year of rehab. That was like conditional. Because yeah. she was, a, like, this is the part, like, this is the episode where she comes out and is like, I was addicted to heroin. Mm-hmm. Mind you, also, after the case, after, you know, when she goes to jail, she has like a mental breakdown and she almost commits, she like admits that she was contemplating suicide. Mm-hmm. that's another really great reason that she sought a mental health professional and getting yeah. clean it. So Nick gets a new attorney who comes in and is basically like, I'm going to get you a plea deal. And Rachel's attorney also gets a plea deal. Rachel gets four years in state prison, which is nothing mm. compared to the 48 that they should have gotten. Yeah. And she should have probably, yeah, she should have gotten the same amount as he did. Nick only served one year in county jail. Mm-hmm. And it's nothing that bad. And like everyone else did minimal stuff as well. Right. Like probation or a few months here. Like mm-hmm. very slap on the wrist, in my opinion. So the end of the episode is kind of interesting. One of the things I have to say is that Alexis has been sober for 11 years and that's fantastic. Yeah. Good for her. Like that's, yeah. that's a big, that's a big deal, especially to come from something so addicting. Like there's a oh, reason yeah. why they call it an opioid epidemic. And this is, what I believe, what happened to her. She got hurt or something like that. And mm-hmm. she started taking a pain meds. And we see this time and time again. And then all of a sudden, they're, like, using heroin because it's the only thing that is, like, it matches the high Accessible. of that. Yeah. Alexis has children now. And mm-hmm. she's taken accountability for her actions. She realizes that she shouldn't have gotten caught up into it. And Nick, yeah. Nick says... It's funny. The article <laughs> says Nick confirms his apologetic stance over the entire saga. I don't actually think that Nick was sorry. Nick regurgitated what a PR person told him to fucking say. Yeah, no, Nick is not sorry, in my opinion. No. Like, he says that it came from, like, having low self-esteem. Plenty of people have low self-esteem who don't rob celebrities. Exactly. And this wasn't like, okay, I'm going to say this. I'm not saying this is right. I'm saying this is wrong. You shouldn't do this. But, like, if you were invited to a celebrity's house and you saw something and, like, you were like, oh, my God. And you were so excited. You took a tchotchke that was like, you know, gold or something. <laughs> you know, I could understand that more mm. than the fact that like you everything you did was premeditated. Yep. And I get that you went along with this because like you wanted friends. But at the begin, the very episode one, he had a friend. Exactly. This wasn't like he was like, I wanted someone to finally accept me. And Rachel did. But I had to do all these things. No. He had a friend who fucking cared about him and he just went, I want the fame. I want the stardom. I want all the shit. And I went to get it. And yeah, I will say I really liked how they ended the series or mm-hmm. basically throughout the series, like you see these people and they're like sitting in nice homes. So hmm. I actually had gotten this like this feeling that they had, you know, they had come up in the world. They were doing well for themselves, which kind of pissed me off because I was like, how dare you fucking sit in that? Like, I'm really yeah. hoping you're in an Airbnb right now. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> type thing. Yeah. And yeah, that's the shit I was hoping. But one of the interesting things is, is like at the hmm. end of it, like they systematically like faded out the green screen. Yeah. And they're just sitting in a chair in a studio with like a bottle of water next to them. It's nothing really fucking fancy. Yeah. And it's almost as if like the space that they were in was where they thought they should be. Yeah. And it's so weird to think that (laughs) back then these kids were running around the Hollywood Hills fucking robbing people. Mm Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's a limited series. The only way we're going to actually get another one of these is if Rachel comes out and speaks. Yeah. Her, Tess. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I just, it was so interesting. I mean, it's just, it's fucking mind-blowing. Yeah. They stole hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of shit. I know. And then wanted nobody to slap their wrist for it. They wanted to be like, oh, I stole? I'm sorry. And... Alexis didn't have to take that free shit when they're offering it for her. Nick says that she knew where it came from. Yeah, she could have said no. She could have been like, you know, that's illegal. I shouldn't take that. But she was like, ooh, Gucci, Prada, Mm -hmm. Louis Vuitton. Like, she was super fucking excited about it. Yeah. And so it just kind of makes me think if security cameras hadn't been a thing, Mm -hmm. I wonder if they would have hit more. Or are there more that we don't even know about? Could be. It might be that the reason that Nick told these specific ones mm. are because he knows that's where they had like security cameras. So he's like, okay, I'm just going to fess up to the ones that there are security cameras on. This is true. Hmm. We will never know unless Nick writes a book. Well, I mean, like there's other celebrity houses they broke into that weren't in the dock too. So yeah. But yeah, there could be even more that we just don't know. Right. Exactly. Yup. Crazy. Yep. Yep. I know. Okay, so with that, we're going to go ahead and sign off. We hope you enjoyed this series. Mm -hmm. I know it's kind of like how we did the act and stuff like that. We like recapping series for you guys because we also want to hear what you think of these cases. Head to the Facebook group and into that episode thread and let us know what you think. Do you think Nick Asari? Do you think that Alexis had, had learned her lesson? What do you think their punishment should have been? Let us know. Yes. With that, we're going to go ahead and sign off. Talk to you guys later. Toodles. Bye.